You're listening to Empowering Emma, a podcast that focuses on self-care, navigating college life, and chasing success. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Hope you're thriving. Hope you're doing great. Today, we're talking about ethical business and ethical leadership and why every single business owner and everyone should just be an ethical queen or king or whatever you prefer. (laughs) I, without going into detail, have had lots of bad work situations and work bad work environments and that's why I'm choosing to do what I'm doing with my life is doing organizational leadership communication why I'm pursuing so many manager roles why I'm pursuing so much training experience that's the stuff that I like and I feel like I've been let down in those areas so often at other jobs that I never want other people to go through that and I don't know. It's just, it's my passion. Every, nearly every job I've ever had, I have never had good training. So therefore I want to strive to be a good trainer. I want to strive to be clear. I want you to understand. I want you to feel empowered. And that's something that I feel really strongly about. So that's why I'm talking about it today, of course. So these are all just some notes that I've taken from my uh, communication leadership class that I'm in right now. So Ethics is a standard of moral conduct to choose what is right versus what is wrong. In everyday business business um, functions, <laughs> we are faced with different situations where we can choose to do the right or the wrong thing. And so how do we make those decisions? What do we do when we're presented with those kind of situations? And these dilemmas of ethical choices are based off of information that you might have, a sense of your responsibility, your power, the privilege that you might be in, um, and what will you decide to do and will you decide to tell the truth? Uh, This is a quote from Malcolm X. Wrong is wrong no matter who says or does it. I really like that. I think that everyone should just do the right thing. I wish everyone would just always do the right thing, but it's not always that simple for some people. And so some of the components of ethical behavior is uh, moral sensitivity, which is first recognizing that there's an issue within the business. The second is moral judgment. So you're deciding what action course you're going to be taking to fix this issue. The third is moral motivation. So are you going to follow through with what you said you were going to do to fix the issue? And then the fourth one is moral character, which is an implementation implementation of your course of action that you're going to do to solve that ethical issue or ethical behavior that is happening within your business. We want to make sure as leaders or as business owners or even just as human beings that we're always doing the right thing no matter what the consequence is. I really strongly believe in that and making sure that we're doing the greatest good for the greatest amount of people and always being a good person and doing the right thing. It's so, so important. Making sure that everyone has equal access to different things within the work environment, different things with resources, different things with pay. Make sure everyone is being paid the same and just making sure everything is fair. Don't be unfair and treat everyone the same. The ideal business owner that is ethical 
is to be someone that is honest, someone that is forward thinking, someone that's expiring, someone that that understands other people. I think a lot of times when business owners or managers get promoted into these roles, they tend to forget what it's like to be in entry-level positions, perhaps. They don't remember what it's like. They think that they are the best say, the top say, I you do what I want and your opinion doesn't matter and that's not how it should be. I literally just today put out a post on my LinkedIn. If you haven't connected with me on LinkedIn, you should because I post some really good stuff. But today I posted about something that a mentor has told me throughout my different leadership jobs that I've had and all the different things that I've done, internship stuff. And it's what asking your employees, what can I do to help you? It's easy to become overwhelmed in the workplace. And I, as a manager, I don't want you to feel overwhelmed. I think of myself in a manager position as I'm your support system. I play the supporting role. I don't play the do this, do that, do this role. That's not what I want. So my LinkedIn post says, a mentor once told me that I need to be asking my employees what I can do for them. It always stuck with me. When I was a young 17-year-old manager, I thought of myself as in a higher level of power and that I had the ultimate say and I was wrong. There doesn't need to be a huge gap between managers and employees. By asking what you can do for your employees, you're showing you care and that you aren't afraid of doing the, quote, dirty work. If you need help washing the dishes, I'll be there. Some people seek management positions for power, but I look at management as an opportunity to help and impact others. Even when I'm training this week, I am trying to think of what can I do that's going to make this situation easier. I'm so happy to finally have another employee. Thank God. (laughs) I've been doing this shit alone for months. Thank God. But I'm trying to think what can I do to make it so this situation isn't confusing, this situation is just easier, and I really think that the manager should be playing those supportive roles. At previous jobs I've had, I've talked about this before, people, I would put people in different positions. I would be kind of overseeing, but I don't want to oversee to the point to where people feel intimidated by me watching them. I try to be very conscious of that because I don't want to make people uncomfortable. So they'll be making smoothies. For example, this is an old job. I am scooping ice for them. That's one less thing they have to do. And one thing that's going to quicker get the product out is me scooping their ice for them. They have to wash their blender every single time. I'm going to wash that blender for you so you don't have to do that other step to make your job easier. Right now, in the training situation that I'm in, for example, you need popcorn, I'll pop it for you. You code it. It depends. It's different on every situation, but I really think that managers or trainers or whoever you are, don't make yourself seem like you're in a higher level position because it's just it's just not right and it doesn't make people feel good. I really think that it's important to show your employees that you really do care for them and that you value them as not only a worker, but as a person. You're there to help them with their emotions if they want to talk about anything. I think that it's fine to do that. I don't think that that's inappropriate inappropriate for a manager to do. But you want to show that you have a concern for the people in your organization and showing that you do care and that you're going to lead with the people first mindset. We don't want to operate with like a 
it's called like caught then taught mindset because a lot of times people that aren't leading an ethical business will be caught doing something they know they shouldn't be and then they're like oh shit I better actually make this good so then they're taught to do the right thing which I guess it's good to be taught to do the right thing but you don't want to be doing the bad thing in the first place you should be a step ahead of that and making sure that everything in your business is ethical Make sure that you're following the laws. I've worked at businesses before that do not follow the laws. And that's not com- that does not make me comfortable. That does not make me want to work for you. As soon as I found out, I said goodbye. I'm quitting. <laughs> so it's just, it's a really important thing. And I feel very passionate about it. It's also within an ethical business. You want to make sure that you're empowering your employees to make decisions for themselves. And by doing that, you're showing that you're putting trust in them. I have been in situations where management does not trust me that I can do my job, so they helicopter over me, and that as an employee makes me feel like shit. So I would say if you're ever in that position, trust that your employees will do the right thing. Um, When you give your employees empowerment and positive compliments, like thank you, you're doing a great job, we appreciate you, all that stuff they will have a higher job satisfaction and they will perform better. They will be have greater cooperation skills. Uh, they will grow professionally and they will learn and it prevents abusive power. I am currently working on writing a case study. I might have mentioned this next last week, but I don't remember. If I did, you're going to hear it again. And if you haven't heard it, you're going to hear it for the first time. I am writing a case study and a research paper on abusive workplace power. And I am so excited about it. My case study is gonna be based on a situation that I have been in with abusive leadership power. And then my paper is gonna be about, this is how you can solve these issues within your business ethically. So I'm really excited about that. I love talking about that kind of stuff because I've been in a lot of situations like that, and I don't want other people to be (laughs) in those kind of situations. And so that's something that I'm really excited about. The last thing that I'm going to mention is a little bit about servant leadership. Within servant leadership, there is personal ethic, which is a focus on your public image, your public behaviors, your public performance. And then there's also a character ethic, which is a focus on your integrity, your humility, your courage and your values. I think that character ethics is very important. I don't like the idea of like leadership performance. I know it's a thing, but a lot of people talk about it's kind of like how you change your face and act differently in different situations. I don't, I'm not really a big fan of that. I'd rather just be who I am in every situation within reason, but I still want to be professional if that makes sense. I struggle with that sometimes. Um, But there's also principles of servant leadership that I think apply to ethical business. So I'm going to go over those. The first one, concern for people within your organization. Two, stewardship. I'm really, I don't know if I said that right, steward, stewardship. (laughs) And the third one is uh, justice and equity, making sure that everything is equal, that everyone has equal access to resources and all of that kind of stuff. Fourth one is high moral character. So... Basically, what you can take from this episode, don't be a piece of shit, (laughs) be a good person, care about your employees, treat your employees well, follow the laws, 
<laughs> that's all I have. Thank you for listening. Next week, we are talking about ooh, the American dream with a little air quote. It will probably be sassy. I don't know. I, I don't really like to say the American dream. We'll talk about it next week. I won't. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you for listening and have a great week, weekend, whatever day it is. Thank you. <laughs>